it's March, dogs are gone, but we brought Xavier with us. Bequan, cut the music. We are back. Dogs are back. Playing spoiler towards Xavier. Unfortunately, not enough of a resume booster. Although we did take out a lot of resumes, which was pretty cool. Um, Kylie Schultz and I here uh, for our second ever March Madness breakdown. Um, pretty exciting. We're uh, we're finally here now. Uh, just a few days out of the game. Yeah. Um. Now that you said that, I forgot. We definitely are part of the reason why Oklahoma didn't make the tournament as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they definitely hate us as well. Go yeah, us. And it's... we're probably also the reason why Marquette's like a nine seed. I think Marquette also had a ton to do with that. But Yeah, Marquette did that to themselves a little bit. You know, bit, it's, but... it's cool. Like I, I do like a, a smell test with tournament teams with did you lose to Butler at any point in time <laughs> or play as close? If so, you might be a fraud. Um <laughs> So the ones that are in right now that pass that, uh, uh, Providence, Michigan State, Michigan State. Uh, what are, we, are we saying teams that blew Wait, us? Wait, no, out? Michigan State blew us out. Yeah, uh, uh, Michigan State won by nineteen. A and M didn't make the tourney because they beat us only by seven. Um, let's see here. Creighton, We're doing frauds too. We beat Creighton by seventeen, so maybe fraud watch. And then we beat Marquette by six. So yeah. Um. There's a lot there, but uh, enough about the dogs. We're done. That's a conversation for another day. Uh, Here's how this is going to work. We're going to break it down region by region, give you our kind of feel for things. Um, I'm I'm assuming three of us are going to have the exact with, we might have three of the exact same title winners. Uh, It's a shot. Um, I guess I'm going to guess that you and I have the same title winner. Probably Kylie did. Probably, and I think, I think your final guess, four is final four. Guess is, is what I'm thinking. Then we all three have the same. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, Let's well, go well, Wildcats, well. baby. <laughs> yeah. Mine's a uh, rough draft for now, though. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into it as we go along. But let's go ahead. Uh, upper left. Uh, we got the West. Um, no, bro. We have our. We have our. Oh, you want to start with the pod team? team? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is people. That was yeah. the cliffhanger. So we'll. Uh, yeah. I was egging you guys on there. So we'll start this off then with the all-pot team. Pretty much what this yeah. is. Uh, as we described last week, it is guys that we all voted on who were just – it's like all Americans but better. So uh, Because it doesn't make sense. We have first and second teams. So We also accidentally, like, just by voting, I th- I'm pretty sure this roster makes sense, which is bizarre. Yeah, it definitely does. Like this could be a starting yeah, five, and like bigs. it would make sense. Yeah, we have two bigs and three guards that are All right. ones. Let's hear right. it. So our first team, uh, this is going to be by order of votes. So pretty much just to start it off, first team votes. We each got ten votes. You had five first team, five second team. Uh, second te- or first team votes were counted as double, so it was just two points. So Jake Laravia had seven points. Chuck Harris, uh, sorry, Chucky Harris. Six points. This is only Chucky Harris. It's not any other part of the season Chuck Harris. It's just the Oklahoma Chucky Harris game. Uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr., Blake Wesley, and Javon Freeman Liberty. And then second team was Taryn Armstrong from Cal Baptist, Nigel Pack, 
from Kansas State, David Roddy, Colorado State, Jordan Walker, UAB, Josiah James. What's his second last name? Josiah Jordan James. Jordan James. Josiah Jordan James, Tennessee, and then Iverson Molinar, Mississippi State. Uh, so we had two. They There was a three-way tie for um, like the last spot in the second team. So that's why we have an extra one there. But overall, I feel like if you listen to the pod, Jake LaRavia was pretty much the biggest lock of the tournament. Easily. Uh, and I feel like Javon Freeman Liberty kind of was underspoken for in this as well for the amount of times we spoke about him. Yeah, agreed. I, I think some of that too is like the injuries. Uh, my biggest surprise was I was the only one to give Kerr any votes. Yeah, I love Kerr. I think if Hallinan would have voted, he would have put Kerr yeah. on there. His team um, would have been like Gabe Brown, Kerr Kreese, Peter Kiss. Uh, he would have done LaRavia. Wesley and LaRavia or something like yeah. that. No, he would have done Pack and LaRavia. Ah, oh, okay. 100%. I just, <laughs> I just told you what his first team was. That's guaranteed what that is. That's, that was his first team. Um, but yeah, I mean, I honestly think this, so let's just do one little thing. Would this team compete? That's that, uh, just, we'll just do the starting five. Do you think that starting five, where would you rank that just seeding wise? Where do you think they'd be? Eight seed. Like a 10. Yeah. I, I think they get bodied inside. Dude, by that athletic. defense is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the defense is horrible, but the offense would honestly be really good. Like that would be a great offensive starting lineup. It's just, I don't. I yeah, I think the spacing's there. If the spacing is there. It's just the usage rates of said players. That's true. like the Chucky Wesley and Javon Fitz uh, questionable at best. That's a lot of guys <laughs> that need the ball in their hands. Plus Laravia, even if he's not scoring necessarily with the ball in his hands. Um, yeah, honestly, second team is elite. That's an elite. Oh team. yeah, I think the second team's issue is there's no they bigs. might not they might not shoot just the Roddy. ball too. Like. Yeah. Well, it'd be Pack. Pack would be the leading scorer right there. Oh, man. I want to see Ronnie versus Lofton so bad. <laughs> that would be sick. So, um, uh, Jeff Goodman on Pat's show today, he was he said he talked to Roddy earlier in the year, and he said, uh, he was like, so you thinking about uh, trying out the NFL if, like, NBA or any of that doesn't work out? And he was like, yeah, it's definitely, like, something I would think about. He's would a be six five I see unit, it, like tight end. He's who's built the, like who's the, who's the Baylor player that did it last year? Vital. Uh, yeah, Vital. yeah. I I mean the difference between them though. Roddy has a very good shot of getting drafted this year. Uh, more on that next episode, perhaps. Um, but following episode should be should be a very. Uh, they're on an interesting side of the bracket too. So well, well talk about colorado state a little bit yeah. um the they west got a lot of respect yeah way, colorado state they Just did a little spoiler so I did their it. opponent if you haven't heard yeah um i think that's my only big question mark about the tourney but uh we'll, we'll get there we'll get there so let's go ahead let's dive into the west here i will say with the west draw i was rather disappointed in the round of 32 matchup i'm very excited that gonzaga and memphis oh, yeah. can potentially meet in the tournament I'm very sad it would be in the second round. Um, yeah. Too early for me. But, uh, yeah, so let's uh, go ahead. Top left, Gonzaga, Georgia State. Georgia State is not, like. That's a good 16 seed. That's like, a, I don't they're know. not bad. They're going to lose, that's, but they're not bad. Yeah, I agree. I Honestly, think, all the, I, 
I don't know why Gonzaga is playing that 16 seed. I feel like Corpus Christi or like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Who cares? Well, Cor- Corpus Christi's a, they're a plan 16. Yeah. I don't get, why doesn't Gonzaga get a plan if they're the number one overall seed? I, I, oh shit. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't think it really matters, but like, it's just, yeah, I've always strange. been confused about that. It's anyway, strange. I think we can uh, skip that one. Gonzaga's yeah. going to steamroll. Boise State Memphis is such an interesting game because, like, I think Boise State's pretty good. I think they're going to give Memphis a ton of trouble. I just think Memphis is too big and athletic for them. I think it's going to be a disgusting game. It's like, going to be really, it's going to be really like, it's going to be like a Texas Tech. It's going to be game. like 40 to 39. <laughs> More than likely. I mean, they're both, let's see, Boise State is 17th uh, efficient defense. The 17th efficient defense and Memphis is 31st. Um, the only difference is Memphis plays extremely fast and Boise State plays extremely slow. Yes. Memphis is a top 50 uh, tempo team and Boise State's a bottom 300, like they're in the 300s. And so it's it's concerning too. Memphis's variability from game to game. They go from like best team in the country to guys who have never played basketball together. Um, <laughs> seemingly by the minute that's been my biggest observation <laughs> as a new tiger fan um when it's good i'm going to venture to say there's not a better team in the country when Ooh, it's bad that's a hot take it, it's an extremely their hot guards take. are not good enough for to, for you to be allowed to say that i think but. i think defensively the clamps are there enough that yeah you're like you know it. give texas tech a slightly better offense or something along those lines and they would be one of the one of if not the best team in the country that's kind of like i see your thought process that's that's where i'm going with that uh but i'm this is a scary matchup though and i hate that it's round one just the mid-major matchups in round one piss me off yeah yep i was gonna say the same thing about which one what team was it i don't remember uh you know when murray state san francisco is the big one one. that one pissed me the fuck off that those two were playing each other um yeah, I think this matchup's interesting. It's two teams that came out of the gates really slow and just absolutely turned their seasons around. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a ugly game. It'll be interesting to see, like, what Memphis team shows up. I think Boise's kind of got more of that consistency. But uh, I think Memphis long-term, like, definitely would give Gonzaga more of a game – um, and I just want Aiden to be able to watch Chet versus Duran. Oh my God. In his life. <laughs> oh man. That would be something it's, you know, there's just speaking on Chet here. There is a shit ton of like, I don't think you could put him in a better bracket matchup wise for like him versus NBA quality big men. Um, yeah, no kidding. Let's say Memphis wins. You got Duran. Arkansas, Jalen Williams, shit, even UConn. Um, they got some Sunogo. bigs that can bang. So yeah, who I think will eventually be an NBA player, just not there yet. Uh, you know, Tagiaco versus uh, Cliff yeah, Murray. Like, you know, Bama's got their guys, te- and we've already seen the Bama matchup. But there's just so many cool opportunities for him to showcase his skill level. And this is the one draft blurb I'm going to put here. It's going to take a legendary performance by one of the other three guys for anyone to pass chat for me at this point. That is how 
far ahead of the pack. I have him from everywhere else, but conversation for another day. So Boise state, Memphis, who did you guys end up uh, going with here? I personally shocker. I went Memphis, but I did have to think about this one pretty long and hard. Yeah. I went Memphis too. I've just, at this point, I've just watched a little bit more Memphis and I'm more comfortable. Like I know where they're at. I watched Boise in the, in the Mountain West, but I just don't, I don't, I don't trust Boise's offense against Mm -hmm. elite athleticism. And that's what they're about to see in Memphis. Like one through five is just all athletic as shit. Uh, The biggest thing, if this is a close game, Memphis is absolute dog shit at free throws. And I think that's going to be like a pretty stressful time. So if this game's close, I could see Boise state eking it out just because Memphis, like I said, terrible at free throws. They're one of the worst free throw shooting teams in the tournament. Yeah. I took Memphis also. Um, I heard something about like scouting and preparing to play Memphis, how like free they play. It's, it's tough to scout and prepare for them. Um, And obviously these two teams don't see each other much. So it's going to be a new experience and there's not really that athleticism in the mountain West A team, like complete team athleticism wise. Um, so I, I rolled with Memphis um, and I do think that, you know, being hard to scout again, so definitely help them if they continue to move forward into the bracket. This will be a good game. It will. It will. I mean, like there's a ton of, I think there's only one region where I'm excited for like two of the matchups in round one. And that's going to be the last region we discussed too. Um, More on that later. Obviously it's the Midwest. Uh, Moving on down, uh, UConn five seed versus New Mexico state. Uh, Yeah. This is a, it's a weird one. I am higher probably on UConn than most, uh, as I am with Arkansas. I think at this point too. It, this this bracket is literally like teams that I am probably the highest on compared yeah. to like any other teams. They just stuck them all in one bracket. Um, yeah, all the teams that I thought could be sleepers to go far, like Elite Eight are all in the same fucking bracket and a real like I, I tweeted it out right away. I'm like the West is already stacked. And it was the first one mm-hmm. that came out. And I was also bummed. Like my two fate. Yeah. My two favorite teams that were going to be like 12 or 13 seats were both in this bracket too, with New Mexico state and Vermont. Yeah. I'm high on UConn too. I'll let you do your little blurb, but like, yeah. I, I'm also I went, high on UConn. I'm with you on that one. I mean, oh, I'm gonna, I, I just want UConn just because there is the comfort there. I do not, want to discount new mexico state though that is a good team as is i would say every single team in this bracket besides like maybe fullerton and be careful and the winner of rutgers notre dame um outside of those teams though i think every team in here is super solid so i'm gonna try not to say that as much so i i I just want uconn (laughs) yeah i don't really have a whole lot to say here either i just new mexico state struggles from the three-point line and I think that's important for a mid-major team especially when you're outmatched physically which they definitely are going to be with like with the likes of Sonogo they have I mean even like Tyrese Martin's an absolute unit I I think UConn can go a lot of different ways scoring the ball and like I said I think they're pretty they're an athletic team they're one of the taller teams in the nation 
And I think New Mexico State's inability to shoot the three ball is going to really hurt them. They're also a really bad free throw shooting team. And that's hurt them. That hurt them. What year was that? It was, would have been my junior year, I think. I think our Auburn. Year, during my junior year. Yeah, when they lost to Auburn. They chunked some free throws. Yeah. So that I, apparently they still haven't worked on it. Chris Jans is about to get the hell out of Las Cruces, I think. He's gonna be he'll he'll be top higher somewhere. But anyway, I I think their shooting's really gonna hurt them in this matchup, and that's why I'm pretty comf- comfortable picking Connecticut at this point. Yeah, I took UConn. I really like the combo of their guards in uh, Sonogo. Um, you know, New Mexico State's always a popular pick for upsets, and they have yet to do it in like yeah. the last four or five years that they've been chosen by like the general public. So. I don't think that happens. I think uh, – I just don't think it was a good uh, matchup for them. Yeah, and I mean, UConn, like, they got some guys. They got some hoopers. Um, I think the hoopers end up making the difference, uh, kind of like we've all uh, said. Another great matchup in the 413, Arkansas-Vermont. Like, we're getting spoiled here. Um, yeah. It's It's stupid but we are getting spoiled here. Um, I'm very hot. This matchup broke my heart. Yeah. I went Arkansas just because of the, the at least two headed monster that they have pretty consistently. Um, Mm -hmm. I love Jalen Williams. Like that dude is everything I would want in a power forward in the NBA at this point, especially in like the late first, early second round, just like smart guy can move the ball, can score the rock, a little bit of shooting. Um, Looks baked all the time. Takes, took 50 charges this season. Like ridiculous. Um, Vermont's super, super good though. So it was, it was a tough one, but I did end up going to Arkansas. I agree. I, if Vermont's not going up against a team that has like elite talent at the college level, I think they have a really good chance at winning, but they're literally going up against probably the worst matchup they could have in having a guy like JD Note and having to guard a guy like JD Note and Jalen Williams, both in the first round is just, it's tough. I don't hate Vermont's chances because they are a good shooting team. And I think if they get hot, they have plenty of dudes that can pop off. They have, Shungu, Finn Sullivan, Ryan Davis, those guys are all have had incredible seasons. The entire team's been incredible all year. They haven't, they've lost, they lost once in conference in overtime. Um, I don't know. I'm really, I'm high on the Catamounts. I just, I really like Arkansas. They were one of my favorite teams to watch this year, and I'm comfortable picking them just because, like you said, like I've said, Jalen Williams and JD Note are a really, really dynamic duo, and I think they're going to give the, I think they're going to give the Catamounts a lot of issues, unfortunately. I would have loved to pick Vermont here. I did initially just because like my, I was just like, I love Vermont. I can't not because I've been, I've fun fact. I've literally had Vermont on my like teams to watch, like on a, like you pick like your, my teams on ESPN and Bleacher Report. They've been on there since I want to say 2016. So I've been a big catamount guy for a while. John Becker's a hell of a coach and he low key deserves a, a chance somewhere else, but I don't know if he's going to leave. Is this game in Buffalo? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just about to point that out. Mm. And this – I know it's a completely different Arkansas team, but they did struggle last year, had a first-round scare with Colgate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm sure it's not an overwhelming fan base for Vermont, but being up in that area, I'm sure they'll have a lot of fans there. Um, it's definitely a recipe. I think Arkansas kind of lets teams hang around. So I think it'll be a close game, but I did did pick Arkansas as well. Yeah, and I mean, I do think whatever one of those two teams like ends up making it out of the round of 32 into the Sweet 16 will lose to whoever makes it out of that matchup between Gonzaga and Memphis, let's say, right? Um, yes, I'm on that wave. That's that's where I lead. I now, wouldn't I wouldn't be overly shocked if either UConn, Arkansas, or Memphis beat Gonzaga. Like I think all three of those teams could, just because Gonzaga is a little bit more beatable this year than in years past. But I still like Gonzaga over all of those teams personally. Yeah, with me, I think I think the one to do it's Memphis. Outside of that, I don't think they run into super concerning issues until the Sweet 16. Uh, or the what's that Elite, Elite Eight, Eight? My bad. Um, these next two pairings broke my heart as well. Um, <laughs> mainly because I do not want Alabama and Texas Tech to play each other so early on. Uh, love both of those teams. I don't love Bama necessarily. I just see the insane potential with that team uh, to either get bounced within the first two rounds or make an Elite Eight run or further uh, just because of their shooting. And they're, I don't know what their pace stats are, but from watching it, it is like tough to watch because of how out of control they are sometimes. Um, and it's not just a JD Davison chirp either. It is every single player on that team besides Bediaco because he's probably in foul trouble. Um, I went Bama here. I don't think either of the teams that could potentially win are a good matchup for them. Um, I'm not really too concerned about either of those teams. They don't really like Rutgers or Notre Dame. They don't move the needle much for me personally. Um, I've watched more Rutgers than Notre Dame, but uh, yeah, I went, I went Bama probably like the, the second quickest pick that I made in, uh, in this side of the bracket, at least was, was locking in that Bama one. I, so I'm definitely not on that comfortable of a level as you yet. I'm, I'm at this, this more for me is a wait and see. I don't love Notre Dame's chances against Bama, but I can see Rutgers at least pulling off an upset. Um, they're for some reason, they just play extremely well against teams uh, that are better than them. So I wouldn't be surprised if they end up getting that done against Alabama Alabama also doesn't really have anybody who can really guard Ron Harper and Clifford Amore. So I think that's also a big factor. I think they're going to, they, I think if a team could beat Alabama in the first round out of those two, it would be definitely Rutgers because Rutgers front court is just, I think they're in general, they're a better, they have a better front court is what I'm trying to say. Jesus, I was stumbling right there, but anyway, their front court better than Alabama's in my opinion. So if the guard play is about equivalent, which we've seen shades of all of those guards just either giving up or just having terrible games. And it's happened way too often this year when they've lost to horrible teams like Georgia and Missouri. Um, So I could easily see Alabama losing this game. Either way, I'm not that high in Alabama just because of that inconsistency. And they're going to be one of those annoying teams that gets really hot and goes to the final four for some reason, for no reason, Um, or they lose in the first round. So I'm having them lose in the first round to Rutgers. Yeah. 
I agree with what you just said. I think it's a wait and see for me. Um, if Notre Dame beats Rutgers, then I'm switching my pick to Alabama. But I do think Rutgers would give this team trouble. You know, they're you guys pointed out they're super inconsistent on offense and very turnover prone as well. And Rutgers just is one of those feisty teams on defense that gets a lot of steals and they prey on teams that like turn it over a lot. And uh, yeah, I just think that defense is going to overwhelm them. They'll get a lot of steals and they won't be hitting their shots and, you know, all their stars kind of get checked out when that happens. So uh, I got Rutgers if they win, but if Notre Dame wins, I'm rolling with Bama. So take that age. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, another fun one, Texas Tech, Montana State. Uh, I went Tech, obviously. I don't need to provide much of an explanation as to why I did that. It is not yeah. to discount Montana State, though. Let me let me emphasize that it is just because of my love for Texas Tech and how ugly they make everything. Yeah, and if you're a listener, you know I also love Texas Tech. I have for a while. Um, the Mark Adams show. I almost put Mark Adams on the list for players of the or for the All Pod team. I would have voted for him. Yeah, he would have been unanimous. He's the coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, he is the coach. Yeah, he's the coach of the team. Okay, I see what you're saying, Kyle. Um, anyway, I think Texas Tech will win this game. However, um, just some weird like trends that have happened over the last 10 years. Any team that I'm gonna pull it up, Kyle, you can give your little analysis. If you I got think. Texas Tech. That's about yeah. it. My receivers coach in high school played at Montana state. So shout out, but it's about it. It's okay. So I'll give you some context. This dude, like just looks for trends in like any upset, like in all the upsets that have happened over the years. Um, and then like uses Ken Palm as like through the trends and fuck, it was something weird, but like Montana state's the only one that fits the criteria for this, this year for an upset from a three versus 14 seed. I believe it's like Montana. Okay. I know what it is. It's Montana state's efficiency rating. So offensive defense, if they're less than 40 apart, which Montana states are 20 or 18 apart right now, those teams are like 500 against the third or the three seed. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be shocked if Texas tech lost just because of that only, but Odds still aren't in their favor, and I just think Tech's a better team. And they're going to make – if even if Montana comes out hot, Tech's going to make it as ugly as possible. Like, they just might – I don't even know what they'll do. But they'll and, and it, might, it might make it, like, so ugly to the point where it screws Texas Tech over. True. I could like, see we, that, too. We've seen that before. Um, last two matchups this side, uh, Michigan State-Davidson and then Duke-Cal State-Fullerton. Uh, we all went Duke, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, not to discount Fullerton. No, we no. just don't know much about them. Shout out Almond too. Yeah, there, there are no. Allman. We won't discount teams until later on. Um, <laughs> Michigan State Davidson. I left this one last because I figured it might be some discussion. I went Davidson. Um, super solid team. Not totally sold on Michigan State. Still, they're still like ever so slightly too much variability with them. Whereas Davidson kind of seems like steady. And I've, I've consistently, I think the thing is 
I've consistently seen them perform in big spots uh, or like in, in let's say competitive games or something like that, that I'm kind of leaning with them. I'm on your wave with that. I just think Davidson, Davidson's, I don't know if they're the best shooting team, but they're one of the best shooting teams in the tournament. They've got to be up there. I mean, they're just, they're incredible. They have a bunch of shot makers and let this be known. Foster lawyer, former point guard of Michigan state is now the starting point guard at Davidson. Um, So this is a bit of a revenge game for him as well. Um, I do like Davidson and I'm going to say something a little sicko right here. Right now I do have Davidson upsetting Duke in the second round for fives. I probably will change that because I'm a pussy, but right now that's, that's what I'm at. I I really, Davidson's shooting numbers are just like, they scream upset over a Duke team that just tweaks for no reason, like all the time. Like I Duke should be the Duke should be a one seed. I have no idea how they screwed up that bad this year to not be a one seed. Like they looked phenomenal at the beginning of the year. So I don't know. I just, I like Davidson. I, I could see them beating them. I don't know why, but I just, I don't know. I'll probably change it. But as of right now, I have Davidson over Duke as well. Let's go cats. I guess. Uh, I've got Michigan state. I only watched Davidson against Richmond and they didn't look that great. So I don't know. I don't have much to that. I think Michigan state's got some guys that they just haven't really performed this year. And I I just feel like there's always, it's not really a, like upset 10-7, but right. I feel like a lot of people are going to pick Davidson and we, like, I feel like a lot of the general public upset, so so to say, picks don't usually happen, so. Let me tell you, that's exactly why I picked Providence over South Dakota State later on. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, I would. One As last I thing said, on that Davidson game, um, it's in Greenville, South Carolina, so it's probably going to be a home game for Davidson. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, before we wrap up with this, uh, this side of the bracket, um, did you guys have any other major upset, or however you deem major uh, upsets kind of within this bracket? Or I guess, you know, we could just do Elite Eight picks. Personally, I had Gonzaga and Texas Tech. I yep. think whoever wins Texas Tech versus Alabama, let's say in this case, uh, I think either of those teams do end up beating Duke. Uh, not to discount Duke, but it's to more so complement what those two teams would be able to do to Duke, especially as they've been struggling to like move the ball. It's a question of like, do I trust AJ Griff? Like, let's say Paolo gets like double teamed. Am I trusting AJ Griffin to drop like 20 points or, or is he going to score five again? Um, yeah, the I'm second taking- guy. The second taking, guy just hasn't been there. For sorry, that. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, it's all good. That, that was the end of my thought. Yeah. Anyway, I have I have Texas Tech over Gonzaga. I'd say that's an upset. Um, I just think te- Tech has a really good knack for making it any team, no matter how good they are, look like shit. And when you're going up against the number one team in the nation on Ken Palm and on, I guess the committee viewed it them that way too. I just think Texas Tech is that team that could just knock them off their pedestal. Just get, never let them get in a rhythm. The game's always just chopped up. There's fouls, there's turnovers. It's really slow. I I love it. I love this team and I really want them to make the final four. (laughs) Shout out Mark Adams. 
yeah, it's you know a lot of a lot of darlings in this uh, this part of the bracket. That's for uh, that's for Thanks. sure. Um, I have one of my two finalists in here, uh, Gonzaga, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna bump it over to the south. Uh, before we do that, I'm unfortunately going to need to tag out for this one. Trust you guys okay. are in good hands. Uh, before uh, I do that, I just kind of wanted to give my final fours real quick. I have Gonzaga Baylor, Arizona, Iowa with Arizona beating Gonzaga in the finals. Um, the you Iowa, Iowa pick, in the final four. I have Iowa in the final four beating Kansas, beating Auburn. Um, gotcha, gotcha. That might flip to Auburn. We'll see because Auburn's path is like dummy easy. easy, like ridiculously easy. Um, but yeah, might flip. But uh, that's that's where I stand right now. Huge believer in the Wildcats this year, though. Uh, deep ass team, and hopefully Kirk Risa will be back by the second weekend. Uh, even if he isn't, I think they should still win it. But yeah, they still beat UCLA. He's the cherry on top for them. And the way that, like, they have so many dudes that can do it for them mm-hmm. um, that he's just kind of the cherry on top for them. And it would be so sick to have Tommy Lloyd win a title in his first year. That would be high. Like, that would be sick. Um, so, yes, that is my final four. All right, it's Until next time. All right. Well, AIDS is gone, so just Kylie and I now. And we live together, but we're not even recording. We're recording in separate rooms still. That's how lazy we are. Anyway, the next game, I'm actually, well, actually, first of all, playing game, right, State Bryant. That's probably the first playing game I'm ever actually going to like be like excited to watch just because Peter Kiss is an electric player to watch. But besides that, I think they're both getting steamrolled by Arizona, if I had to guess. Um, Seton Hall TCU is a really interesting game for me. Those teams, I don't know what to do here because I know they're both allegedly good. I don't think either of them are actually that good, but I think I'm going the Horn Frogs here. I'm not uh, really sure why. That's where I'm at, but I'm pretty much at a coin flip. I do love Jared Roden though. Yeah. So I might actually flip a coin because I think whoever wins going to get blown out by Arizona anyway. So yeah. I, this game is like one of those where it's just like this doesn't really matter except for for points for yeah pick first round this, points like that's the only and so it's pretty much meaningless because all that really matters is if you get your elite eight and final fourteens right um, and I watched them, one of them beat Arizona but I don't think either of these teams are going to beat Arizona so neither of them match up very well with Arizona considering Arizona has the twin towers um, in their front yeah. court with Coloco and Balo so I. I think this is more of a game that'll be fun to watch. It'll be super competitive either way. And they're both, they're two good coaches, two good programs. Now, I guess Seton Hall is a good program. TCU is becoming a good program. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Move, move on. I don't really think we need to touch more on them. Houston UAB. I'm pissed because I've throughout this fucking time, I've been saying whoever comes out of the conference USA, I'm probably going to pick them for an upset, but I also love Ken Palm, as everybody knows. And Houston is like Ken Palm's darling. They're literally number four on Ken Palm. They're a very, very good team. I just can't, I can't get myself to pick UAB in this as much as I want to, as much as I want Jordan Walker to upset them, like I said, like I said in my tweet. I don't think that's going to happen. I think 
Houston's just a really good overall team. They're really, really well-rounded. And I think the biggest thing for me is um, once UAB's big, I forget his name, gets in foul trouble. Let me check his name. They don't, they have nobody to put in after that. And Houston has pretty much three players that are, that are the exact same in Fabian White, um, Reggie Chaney and Josh Carlton. So I think a combination of that and their guards being pretty good and athletic are going to give UAB a ton of troubles. However, I wouldn't be shocked if UAB won this game just because, like I said, Jordan Walker can go absolutely nuclear and win a game for them by, them, by himself. Trey Jemison is the, the big that I was talking about. Yeah, I, I've struggled with this game. Um, I, I know they've been out with missing Sasser for a while now, but I just – I don't know. That's that d- just doesn't sit well with me. Um, I do have Houston winning, but I think if it's close towards the end, UAB definitely has a good shot to pull off the upset. Um, Houston's one of the worst free throw shooting teams in the country. So if it comes yeah. down to just a bonus plus battle at the end and it's close, I think UAB will pull it out. But I just think Houston's got too much you know, four seniors in their starting lineup and that experience from last year, I think I think they'll pull it out. Yeah. Houston's such a weird team for me. Like the metrics metrics absolutely love them. So they're top ten they're top ten in offense, they're number ten in offense and then the number eleven defense in the nation. Like they're damn near they're the most well rounded team in that in the entire field. But like if they had Sasser because they they didn't yeah. just lose Sasser. They lost Tremont Mark, too. They lost both of their starting guards. If they had both of those guys and then Kessler or Kyler Edwards at small yeah. forward and then Sheed and fucking Taz Moore coming off the bench, this team would be – I would have them in the championship probably. Like, I could see them easily. They'd be but nasty. Yeah. I, I, so, the, the one thing that I'll say to you – so, when they lost – before they lost uh, – what's his face? Um, Sasser – they had Josh Carlton and Josh Carlton. I mean, he played, but he didn't play a shit ton. Um, he wasn't a big part of their offense until after Sasser kind of like, or I guess after Mark left after Mark got injured, that's when Carlton really became a bigger part of their offense. And since then he's been one of the best players in the um, American athletic. So although they did lose those guys, I think it was not a blessing in disguise, but it showed that they had another guy that was an absolute stud. And I didn't realize this until just now, Josh Carlton was a, Connecticut transfer so he could be he could have been coming off the bench for them holy Jeez. shit <laughs> that would have been that would have been tough to guard anyway I have Houston yeah. and yeah anyway we'll move on Illinois versus Chattanooga I like the mocks here I'm not gonna lie I think the mocks have a really tough they're gonna be a tough matchup for uh Illinois just because Illinois best player best scorer is Kofi like that's who they're going to be looking to for scoring. Everybody else can be, they're good. They can be good, but they're not exactly the most consistent. Uh, T Frage and Plummer have been very good all year, but they've also been shown to go away in bigger times. Um, like didn't T Frage have an awful game against IU? I could be totally off, but yeah. That game. Him and sure. Plummer struggled. Yeah. So, I mean, if both of those guys struggle, I could see Chattanooga taking this game just because Kofi's going to be going up against a dude. That's a legit, five-star recruit like he was a five-star recruit as well yeah. um and silvio de soso so if just it's similar to what i said with uab foul trouble the difference is i like um 
I like Chattanooga's guards more than UAB's like overall. David John Baptiste is a really good point guard. And Malachi Smith was one of the best scorers in that in the nation. Definitely the best scorer in the WAC or in the not the WAC, the Southern so Conference. Gone. Yeah. So I think they're a pretty tough matchup for Illinois just because they're very similar to Illinois. So I, I it also helped me uh decide this when I picked Houston to beat or to go to the Sweet 16 anyway. So this game, the main reason why I picked this game is because if Chattanooga wins, then I probably have an upset that not a lot of people have because I have them. Mm. I would have Illinois losing in the second round anyway. Um, but yeah, I like Chattanooga. I have a, think they have a great shot at winning, and it would make me look cool because I tweeted about it a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I took Illinois just because of Kofi. Um, I've watched him just bully people for so long in the Big Ten. And I don't know. I just – I do have Houston also. I'm, this is one that I'm going to go back and look at. As I said, it's definitely a rough draft right now. Um, just my initial gut that I went with. But, yeah, I think Chattanooga definitely has a, a chance. Um, it, it's all going to come down to how Plummer and T. Frage play. Um, if they're hitting mm-hmm. shots early and just keep it going, and then Kofi's just kind of a side piece, then they'll probably steamroll him. But yeah, I agree. Who knows? This game's either going to be close or a blowout. I don't think there's really much of a. I don't think it's going to be like a ten point game. It's either going to be like thirty or like it was close all the way through. Um, moving on, Uzoma to the Jets. Sorry, hot. Uh, Colorado State, Michigan. This was one of the games that AIDS was referring to. That yeah, Michigan getting an 11 seed and being higher uh, than IU was definitely a head scratcher for me. I know it probably was for you as well. But I have Colorado State here mostly just to spite Michigan because I don't like them and I love David Roddy. I don't love, I honestly think Michigan probably wins this game, but I have Tennessee winning in the next round anyway. So doesn't really matter, like I said earlier. Same type of thing, but I just think Dickinson's going to be way too much for Colorado State to handle. And Diabate is going to give um, Roddy a lot of troubles with that length. Yeah. I took Michigan. I'm taking Michigan. I just talked myself into that. That was easy. I uh, I agree with what you said. I'm not going to get into it, but uh, it's in Indianapolis. You know, those annoying Michigan fans will fill that place up. Uh, six seeds generous for Colorado State in general, but they kind of got screwed with the matchup. So, um, and it's not necessarily in the ESPN bracket, but in brackets that I, other pools that I'm in that give points for upsets, it just makes too much sense. Yeah, definitely. All right. Tennessee, Longwood, don't think there's much discussion there. Longwood's got a great name. They could be our oral. However, I don't yeah. foresee it. Um, I don't know. I think Tennessee is just really well-rounded. I think they're really hot right now. And sometimes that's tough for teams. But I got Tennessee here. I don't think. Yeah, much I've got Tennessee. But the Rick Barnes tournament teams scare me. So, yeah, they love to choke. All right. This so. Nova over Delaware, probably. Jameer Nelson Jr. could pop off in the first half, and it could be a fun game, but I, I think Nova's too well-rounded, too good of a team to lose that game. Uh, Ohio State-Loyola. Um, 
I got Loyola here. I don't know about you, but I just think <sighs> Ohio State's been so terrible for the past like month. So that's the main reason why I've done it there. Um, and Holtman is really bad in March when he, since he's taken over at Ohio State. So I just I foresee that carrying over. Um, yeah, so I got Loyola. I, they're also higher rated on all the metrics. Like they're not the they're the favorite on a lot of things. So yeah, I this is another one I'm probably gonna switch. I have Ohio State, um, but. I don't know. I just haven't really watched Loyola much this year. Um, I do like them when it comes to March, and I don't like Ohio State when it comes to March. So definitely could be one that I switch. But I really like Malachi Branham and EJ Liddell's beast too. Um, If they're both cooking, I think it could be a long day. But I don't know. It's a tough one. They're Loyola heavily relies on threes. So I think, I mean, if Loyola's hitting their threes, they're going to win. If it's just Brick City, they're going to get blown out. I think those are the two options. Yeah. Um, But I think the Ramblers, if they know what to do in March, they're bringing back pretty much their entire senior core besides uh, the big guy. I forget his name. Uh, so I think that should be good. Crutwig, that's his name. Cam yeah. Crutwig. Anyways, moving on. Oh, I guess, who do you have coming out of this? I have Arizona. Um, yeah, I've got Arizona also. Obviously. I don't even know why I fucking asked that. I have Arizona versus Tennessee in this league. Yep. That's what I have too. All right. We'll go East next. So Baylor, Norfolk, you can shout out your little Norfolk guys if you want. Yeah. Shout out HBCU squad. I was watching them early and bet on them a lot early in the season. Um, they're definitely not going to do anything, but. You know, shout out when they had uh, Kylo Quinn and got that big two over or 15 over two win um, against Mizzou. Yeah. All right. Moving on. North Carolina versus Marquette. So I am a Marquette fan, but I definitely took North Carolina here because Marquette's one of the worst rebounding teams in the Power Six conferences. And North Carolina, that is definitely their strong suit, is their bigs. So I think uh, Baycott's going to just eat on whoever's guarding him. And I think that's going to be the difference in the game, unfortunately. Yeah. Because I do like this Marquette team. It's just a tough matchup for them. I've got North Carolina also, and I've got them beating Baylor as well. Damn. Second round. <laughs> I, I Is that deja vu? Should we, should we run it back like last year? I think we said, I felt, we said the exact same thing. Yeah, I, I think I did, actually. Uh, <laughs> I fell in love with this UNC squad. Um Ever since they moved Manic into the starting lineup, they've been a completely different team. And I, I like Baycott a lot, and Caleb Love has really turned it on. Um, and I think they're just playing their best basketball at the right time, and Baylor's banged up. I just think it, it's a nightmare second-round matchup for Baylor. Yeah. It's definitely I, – I would agree with that um, – for the similar reason why I said that UNC, why I like UNC over Marquette, just the, they, I think North Carolina wins the big match up there. Yeah. So I could, I could see that upset. I just, I like Baylor's overall team a little bit more. So I, I definitely have Baylor still, but I, I see your thought process and I could definitely see that happening as well. All right. St. Mary's versus Wyoming or IU. First of all, who you got on that IU Wyoming match? That's like, this is a devastating matchup for you, I'm sure. I know. 
But I, I, I have Wyoming. Out of I'm uh, yeah, I'm kind of a Wyoming fan by association. Um, always root for them when they're not playing my teams, but which they never play my teams. So I hate you, whoever made these brackets. But <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, I got IU, um, and I do have IU beating St. Mary's also. Um, I just think they're playing their best at the right time also. Um, I think they kind of have a chip on their shoulder with getting placed in the playing game. It is going to be tough if they do beat Wyoming to fly out to Portland and play in two days, uh, essentially for a St. Mary's home game. But, I mean – I've watched St. Mary's a couple games other than beating Gonzaga on their home floor. They haven't impressed me that much. Um, So I'm rolling with IU. I'm definitely biased, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree that I think whoever wins that 12 seed matchup has a great chance of beating St. Mary's, but the metrics love St. Mary's as well. They're a pretty well-rounded team. Um, However, I, I've watched a lot of Wyoming. I've watched enough IU to know how both of those teams play. And I think they both will match up solid against St. Mary's. Um, and just in general, big guards, which Wyoming has that. And I guess IU even like Parker Stewart's pretty big, right? He's there too. Yeah. Um, I mean, like big guards are always tough matchups, no matter who you're playing. So, or who, who you are. So I like Hunter Maldonado with Wyoming. And then I think IU just, I mean, they have TJD and race who have turned into a great tandem. Uh, throughout the year and throughout the years. Um, and I actually like whoever wins this game to beat St. Mary's and maybe even beat UCLA because UCLA is also just like a very confusing team to me because the stats love them. They're kind of like uh, Houston where the stats love them, but I the eye test, they don't pass the eye test for me ever. Yeah. But um, they pass the super test. inconsistent. Yeah, but they they popped off in March last year. So I do think they probably are going to yeah. like have a, they're going to be very confident coming into it. Uh, so that kind of leads us into the UCLA. I don't think we have to talk much about it. I think, like like we kind of said, the Zips could beat them if UCLA just has one of those days where they just decide they don't want to shoot the basketball in the hoop. Uh, but I think UCLA on paper should probably be winning this game. They're on paper UCLA is underseeded. They should be a, a third, two or a three seed probably. Um, so I mean, I like UCLA here but I, I think their next round matchup will be tough no matter who they play, even if it is St. Mary's. Yeah. I've got UCLA also. Yeah. That, I mean, that one's kind uh, of boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's one of the games where I'm not, I'm like, 13 is kind of boring. Cause like if it was Toledo or a team that I, I've at least watched, I would be like, all right, I, I could see how UCLA could beat them, but I haven't watched Akron enough to be, be able to tell you why Akron could beat UCLA. So that's my yeah. expert analysis there. Um, moving on, Texas versus one of the hottest teams in the nation, Virginia Tech. I have Tech here. I, I mean, they just beat Duke. Very, very good Duke team. Texas is one of the most inconsistent teams in the nation. If you want to talk about inconsistency, they've, they've never really blown me away at any point during the year. And which makes no sense. Cause like we said at the beginning of the year, I thought they were going to start clicking at some point and like, they're going to figure it out and start winning games. And they just haven't done that yet. And maybe they do it now, but it doesn't really feel like it. I like Tech here. I think they're pretty well-rounded. 
Um, the assurgence of some, the assurgence of some of their bench players has really helped like Darius Maddox, who's hit two absolutely massive shots for them that have definitely both gotten them into the tournament. So I like tech here. We'll see. Um, what about you? Yeah, I got Virginia tech also. Um, Chris Beard has done well in the tournament in the past. Um, I just think it's kind of a stitched together group that hasn't, they still haven't really found their complete rhythm and Virginia tech's absolutely rolling. The, the only like hesitancy I have is I feel like everyone's going to pick Virginia tech and they could just be worn out from that run that they had to go on to make the tournament. So I don't know. It's either they're they're gonna keep it going or Texas will come out and have fresh legs and maybe finally put it all together. Cause they definitely have like the pieces to be definitely. very good. Yeah, I mean like we've there's so many good players from different teams that are on this team yeah. now. So it, it makes no sense why they are a six they I I thought they were going to be a, a top four seed throughout or in the preseason, but clearly that didn't come to fruition. Anywho, next up we got Purdue versus Yale. Um, this, like on paper, I think Purdue should smoke them. Um, Purdue is one of the hardest matchups for any team in the in the nation to guard. Um, I will say though, this feels like when Yale beat or played Baylor. Um, that would have been like 2015, 2016, I think. And Yale ended up beating Baylor. And then it was the year that uh, Torrey and Prince is just like, well, they got more rebounds than, or like, they're like, how did you get more rebounds? Than, <laughs> get out rebounded by Yale. And he's like, well, they got the ball after missed shots more than we did. Yeah. Uh, Cause like, you'd think that's where Purdue's advantages is, is the rebounds in the inside game. And I do think they win this game. I don't think it's going to be much of a game. If I had to guess, I offensively produced one of the most dominant teams I've seen, but we'll see. Yeah. My, I mean, I have Purdue, but it's just like such a perfect recipe for an upset here. You know, the Ivy League schools always give teams a hard time. Um, And Purdue, like the upset, whatever you want to call it, like predictability is all like on teams with bad defenses and Purdue's defense is just terrible. Yeah, I think they're hundredth right now. Yeah, that's so in. that's terrible. <laughs> I mean, and uh, Stefanovic has been struggling shooting. Um, I have Purdue, but I definitely it's just a perfect mix. I feel like of a upset brewing, but who? I just I don't know. I think they'll probably outpower them, but I would love to see it. Yeah. I'm on that wave too. Uh, moving on, Kentucky versus the St. Peter's Peacocks. I think it would be absolutely hilarious if Garrett lost to the Peacocks. Yeah. However, if that happens, I will be absolutely shocked because Kentucky's one of my favorite teams for the championship. I actually have them in my championship. Um, I think they're really good, unfortunately, which is going to be really annoying to listen to Garrett. And I think they're – like their route to the championship is one of the better ones. Obviously they're going to have to go yeah. against that Purdue team in the sweet 16. Um, if it's chalk. So 
I mean, that's going to be a brutal matchup. I've said it all year. If Purdue plays Kentucky, that's going to be tough for Sheboy. They're going to have to have those other guys step up. Um, but that's a discussion for another day. Um, right now, I like Kentucky. Um, I'm sure you do too. And we'll move on to the Murray State San Francisco game. That's actually going to be a fun game. And like I said, I'm absolutely pissed at the committee for putting two mid major teams that both got at large bids at playing each other at the seven and 10. I, I think that's so disrespectful to the. I'm um, obviously they felt like that's how it shook out, but I just think it's so disrespectful to the mid major teams that they make them play each other. Um, I have Murray State here, but this is a really tough game. These. Two teams are very similar um, metrics-wise. I just think Murray stays rolling. Um, We're not 100% sure if San Francisco's leading scorer is 100% healthy. There's already been some talks of San Francisco's coach maybe leaving after this year for one of these bigger jobs. So that could put a little bit of uh, worry in the air. But, I mean, you could say the same thing about fucking Murray State and Matt McMahon. I just – I like Tevin Brown. I like KJ Williams. I want Murray State to win. I think they've been phenomenal all year, and I expect that to continue. But I'm going to be in the building for that game, and I'm really excited for it. I have Murray State. I've got Murray State also, and I'm I don't have it right now, but I really want Murray State to beat Kentucky in state school. Um, there's going to be a shit ton of Kentucky fans there too. Yeah, one of. Murray State's two losses was at Auburn when Auburn was absolutely rolling. And it was like they lost by 13, but it was not a 13-point game. Like they were in it towards the end. And, um, yeah, I I I don't really like San Francisco, um, mainly because they were always just in as an at-large ahead of IU. So I'm keeping that spite, and I really like Murray State. <laughs> um, and I could – I don't know. Kentucky's road's a little too easy for me to just pick Murray State and then lose out on all those points. But I think if they were – if Kentucky was to lose early, it would definitely be in the second round of Murray State. I could see that um, just by, like, the rivalry stuff. Not really because Murray State should win that game. Um, I have Kentucky, like I said, out of this. I have them playing Baylor in the Elite Eight. I unfortunately kind of chalk here, but what about you? Yeah, I have Kentucky in my Final Four also playing North Carolina. Oh, I, I kind of like that. Don't I'm not going to let you talk me into it twice. <laughs> yeah, my, right. my Sweet 16 is – North Carolina, UCLA, Purdue, and Kentucky could very easily become North Carolina, IU, Purdue, and Murray State. So yeah, I have, keep, right now I have Baylor. Posted. I have Baylor, Wyoming slash IU, Purdue, and Kentucky. Mostly because, like I've said, I don't like UCLA's team. I think they're eye test wise, they're I hate them. Anyway, we'll go on to our last bracket and then we'll wrap this up. It's been kind of a longer pod, but kind of hard not to be. Um, Kansas. Gonna win against one of those two schools. Why do you like Corpus Christi? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't watched them all year. I just <laughs> okay. They're just Fair cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Expert analysis right there. Because you were like texting, like, "Let's go, Corpus Christi," and I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> and apparently, they, there wasn't a why. They made the tournament like a few years ago, and I like I was pumped up for them. 
So Fair I enough. saw their name resurface and I was pumped. All right. Next we got San Diego State versus Creighton. Um, I have San Diego State in this game. I don't really know why I do. I just I've never been sold on Creighton. I think they just got hot for some reason in the Big East, but then kind of ran out of gas. And I don't think they've gone to the gas station since the NCAA tournament. So I've San Diego State. Um, mostly because San Diego State's got an elite defense. Their offense is pretty boof, but defensively they're very, very good. Um, and metrics, the metrics love them. Like according to the metrics, this isn't even like this is like a five versus twelve type seating, not a eight nine. So that's kind of I, why I relied on that. I have San Diego State also. I think Creighton's frauds. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Falk or Kalk Brenner is going to really struggle with Mensa because Mensa's like he's a very good defensive center. And I think he's going to show that against Kalk Brenner. Um, just got to be physical with him, and San Diego State's definitely physical. All right, arguably the hottest team in the nation, Iowa versus Richmond in the first round. Who's also who was a bid stealer. Um, I mean, Keegan Murray's probably, let's see. Uh, oh, shit. Never mind. I was going to say the best player in this part of the bracket, but he's the second best player in this bracket uh, behind Jabari Smith. So I, I have Iowa here. I just, like I just said, I think they're, they're very, very hot right now. And they're led by, they have a senior backcourt and they have an absolute stud all American who's going to go top 10 in the draft. Um, between those two, I just I think that's a really good combo for Iowa, and I see them winning this game pretty comfortably, to be honest. Yeah, I've got Iowa also. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like Richmond being a 12 seed after stealing a bid is kind of generous, but yeah, I agree. Um. I mean, Richmond, they beat some solid like mid-major teams in the non-con and then like obviously the A-10 is not easy but yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot there with Richmond. Um, I think they're still getting a little bit too much praise for beating a shitty-ass Kentucky team last year. Yeah. Uh, I think Iowa I think Iowa's really good however, they're not great on defense and I think that's going to really hinder them in come, come March um, which kind of leads me into this next game the Providence-South Dakota State game Abe said he's t- he like he's picking Providence for sure. I see his argument, but I just I don't I honestly don't see how South Dakota State loses this game. They're a team like Butler should have beat Providence every time or all three times we played them, but we can't because we're not a consistent shooting team. Pretty much, I would say that's one of the main reasons why we didn't beat them is because we're a horrible shooting team. South Dakota State is almost the complete opposite of us. They're one of the most efficient shooting teams in the nation, and I think they'll be able to punish Providence for leaving all these extra chances that they gave Butler. Uh, they're going to prop. They're going to punish Providence with that, and I think they win this game. I think this is one of those games where everybody's like, "Oh, this is too obvious of an upset." That it actually ends up happening, similar to the Minnesota versus Middle Tennessee State game, um, my freshman year, so that would have been 2016. Uh, but yeah, I like I like the South Dakota State here, and I could honestly see them upsetting Iowa in the next round from a similar uh, point of view. Just an insanely efficient team. However, I was also an insanely efficient team, so. Yeah, I have South Dakota State also. I think this is going to be – it's kind of going against my uh, judgment when the general public picks a upset. Um, I feel like a lot of people are going to pick this, but I think it's, it's too good to be um, kind of 
fallen into that um, bucket, I guess. I, I just don't think Providence is that good. They just they snuck away with so many wins and made the record look a lot better than it should. So, yeah, I agree. The only thing that worries me is like South Dakota State's not going to be able to guard Nate Watson all that well. I could see him having a major, major game. Um, I think they're going to have to force. I think they're just going to have to end up doubling him and just force Providence to make shots. And I don't, I don't necessarily trust Providence to make a whole lot of shots outside of Bynum and maybe Horkler, but Horkler's trash. Uh, and South Dakota State's got a big guard, which I like. Said it in the last group. Uh, Baylor Shireman, he's a he's he's a stud. Um, watch out for that guy. He's very very good. But I have I have Iowa beating South Dakota State. Just to clarify, I just think they could potentially. But South Dakota State's absolutely dog shit on defense as well. So I think Iowa could blow them out of the gym as well. Um, going on to our next game, we have LSU versus Iowa State. This game, if Will Wade doesn't commit grand theft auto and grand larceny and all the other crimes he's being accused of at the moment, I really I, I wouldn't even think twice I'd pick LSU because Iowa State's really not that good. They just had a really, really randomly good start to the year. Um, so I think that's going to lead a lot of people to pick Iowa State just because of LSU's like kind of status of up in the air. But I'll remind a lot of people that probably don't remember. I The same thing happened to LSU two or three years ago when they had Nas Reed, where Will Wade literally got suspended for the entire um, tournament and they played and won their first round game. And I think they might've won their second round game. I don't remember, but I have LSU here. I just think they're a better all around team. They're like Iowa state and LSU are pretty much the same team, except for LSU is a much better offensive team than Iowa state is. I currently have LSU, but I think I'm about to switch to Iowa state. Um, They're really good defensively. They're not great on offense, but I just think LSU is super young and inexperienced, and now they don't have their head coach. And the game's also in Milwaukee, so I'm That's sure there's going to be a lot State. of Iowa State game, Iowa State fans there. Um, and who knows what the fan base of LSU is feeling right now for their basketball program. That's kind of a big trip to go up there when your coach is, is probably going to jail. So – I'm going to Iowa State here now. Um, I see that. I think that's fair. I do. I trust Xavier Pinson and Darius Days to kind of be that senior leadership that they need. Um, whether that's enough, we'll, we'll definitely see. Yeah. But it's definitely, I do agree though. It's probably going to be more of a home game um, for Iowa State just because they, I, I was actually at the Butler Middle Tennessee State round of 32 game um, my freshman year. And the game after that was Iowa State versus somebody, and it was a, it was an Iowa State home game. It was so loud. I think they played Purdue actually. I think it was Purdue Iowa State. It was a really good game. Deontay Burton was their the player. Anywho, Wisconsin versus Colgate. Wisconsin's definitely on a downward trend right now. Just they haven't played outstanding lately, but I do still think they're going to win. Johnny Davis is still good. He's kind of had some bad, poor games lately, but. I think Wisconsin's well-rounded enough um, overall that they're probably going to win. I, I I can't see Brad Davison getting upset in the first round, is unfortunately for a lot of people. I don't. I just don't foresee that happening. Usually, the hateable people have a a knack for sticking around a little too long. Yeah, 
I've got Wisconsin also, and it's also going to be a home game for them too. So, yeah, that's a legitimate home game. All right, next we have. I'll let you talk about Auburn. So we'll go. You just talk about Auburn for a second. Yeah, I mean, very biasedly, I have Auburn in my Final Four. Just I think they got a really good draw, and that they're 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 a very good team. It's just they're not – they haven't shown consistency lately. But I think kind of the lack of the firepower and the, and the rest of the region is going to let them go on a run if they do kind of find their rhythm back. I am very worried about the first-round game for some reason. I know Jacksonville State didn't even earn this bid – into the tournament, but it's one of those in-state small schools versus a big school. Um, we've seen the 215 happen way too often recently. Um, I mean, I, I'm not actually that worried about it, but it's just – if I wasn't an Auburn fan, I would be, I'd be definitely considering, like – this could be one of the, another one of those two fifteens, but and that's just comboed with the inconsistency I've seen. But I just think I don't think Jabari is going to lose to a team like this. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think Jacksonville State has a guy that can guard Jabari either, and they've yeah. never gone up against a Walker Kessler. So yeah, I don't think Auburn has much to worry about. Even if their guards are absolute trash in that game, I think they still win just based off of those two factors. Um. Moving on, USC versus Miami. These are both shitty teams, and I don't care about it. Like, I don't I don't really know. First of all, we'll just talk. Auburn got the lucky. Like, they're pretty much the one seed of this. Uh, not the one seed, but there's two one seeds. It's Auburn and Kansas, and then everybody else in the middle is not that good. Obviously, Iowa's really hot right now, but they definitely have a major flaw where mm-hmm. Auburn and Kansas don't really have those. Um, I really like I, – I don't really – I think USC wins this game because I don't think Miami's good. I think Mobley's better. I think Mobley, Peterson, and Boogie Ellis are pretty much going to be all X-Factors for USC in this game. I think they could give Auburn a game um, just because they actually match up very well with that team. And they're actually – they play bigger guards as well. So I could see USC winning this game. And I did have that. I've been switching back and forth between having USC and – USC or Auburn win this game, but I think if Auburn wins this, they make they make it to at least the Elite Eight and play Kansas. Um, because I, I Wisconsin's not beating Auburn, I don't think, and I I honestly have LSU beating Wisconsin, but I'm probably going to switch that. Uh, but yeah, I've I've USC here. I think Mobley and whoever else Boogie Ellis are kind of matchup nightmares for a not that good Miami team, and Miami's like severely like they're 62nd in Ken Palm and USC's yeah. 42nd. Yeah, I've got USC also. Um, I just, yeah, I don't think Miami's that good. I think they just started off hot and kind of paddled into the tournament. So, yeah, they just did enough early, like they did enough early on in conference season to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would have honestly rather have seen Wake have their spot, but I don't think you could have justified that after. Wake losing to the team that Miami beat in the next round. Um, but yeah, right now I have Kansas coming out of this bracket. 
Um, just because I haven't trusted Auburn for like two months now. I used to be like, if I was filling this out at the beginning of February, so I guess a month and a half, if I was fit, filling this out at the beginning of February, end of January, I would have put Auburn in the championship or in the final four at the minimum right away. But there's just so many question marks right now with that team that really worry me. Um, and I, I think Kansas is a very well-rounded team and they don't really have those question marks. Um, and they honestly have gotten better and they added Remy Martin. And I think just a combination of those things is turning Kansas into a big sleeper. I could honestly see them winning the entire thing. I was thinking about doing that just to be different. I don't think I'm, I don't know if I'm going to yet, but I really like Kansas chances at the final four for the first time in a while. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. This is a weird bracket. Cause like Iowa is also extremely hot. I think they're going to be a sexy pick for the final four. I don't see that happening just from their defensive inefficiencies, but we'll see. What do you have? I'm assuming Auburn, right? Yeah. I've Auburn, Kansas also. Um, I was just looking ahead and, What's super scary in the Sweet 16 is the Sweet 16, they're playing in Chicago. So if they were to see Wisconsin, that would be a very overwhelming Wisconsin crowd. But um, I think if Auburn kind of gets past those that opening weekend, they'll have their confidence and rhythm back, I think – they definitely have the talent to go on a run. It's just they gotta they gotta put it all together like they were doing in the beginning of the year. Um, and I mean, they laid it out for them to to make the final four, like everyone yeah. thought in the beginning of the year. So, um, and Kansas has been known to kind of disappear they, for games. Yeah. So. We'll see. Yeah, I think I mean, it's going to be what I have for this, now. So this Midwest bracket is also just like it's so weird. Where like all these teams are like, like uh, four and three and four are definitely worse than five, like for sure. So like it's like things like that are really throwing me off. Um, but we'll see. Overall, I think this is going to be a great tournament. Uh, there's a lot of great teams. I don't think it's going to be chalk like last year with uh, with at least the championship being the one seed versus the one seed um, that everybody thought would be in it right away. However, I definitely could see Gonzaga playing Arizona like most people are thinking on paper should happen, um, which would also just be a sick storyline. Um, right now, I have Arizona winning the championship. I think you said you have the same. I have Arizona playing Kentucky in that championship. Um and that's honestly a game that I'd really like to see. I think that would be a really fun game to watch, but only time will tell. I'm sure we'll be back for like a Sweet 16 Elite Eight breakdown. We're going on hiatus for a week on vacation, yeah. so we won't be back for a little bit. But in the meantime, I'll be filling out Maybe practice. a drunk pod. <laughs> I'll bring my <laughs> mic. I could be down. I know Havel will want to talk some baseball. We could do some baseball. And if Kentucky's rolling, Garrett will want to talk to. Ooh, good point, good point. I, I – yeah, I could I'm planning on bringing my laptop, so yeah, we can figure it out. We'll see. I'm not going to make any promises for the yeah, know, probably like ten listeners we have, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Anyways, until next time, thank you for listening. This has been Sigs Inside. Cheers. <laughs>